Hi, friends, and welcome to Jay Sims World. Here is where we get down with real talk in a safe space to encourage brave conversations. I am Jay Sim, your host. Michelle, my co-host, is off today, and I would like to welcome you to this podcast episode. Hey, I'm going to do what Michelle would normally do. Hey, 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 friends. Um, Michelle is off today, and I miss my buddy, so that's okay. However, a very special treat for you. We have the most amazing person in the world that has decided to come on board and um, talk about a really important subject, which is mental health, which does not get enough, um, does not get enough uh, props or talked about or understanding. So I have the most amazing person that I reached out to because I love what she represents and what she's doing for the community. She's actually located in Texas and her name is Miss Christia Rogers. She is actually with Bridges to Crossroad Counseling and Consulting. So please, let's make Miss Christia feel welcome, which is only me right now. Yay! Christina, welcome! Hey, Sharon, how are you? I am so good. How are you today? Wonderful, loving the weather. Uh, your weather or mine? Because if <laughs> mine here in Texas, it's like 70s, yeah, yeah. 70s is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it can't be possibly anything like this weather. This weather is like 55. You know, I got to tell you a really short story <laughs> before we get started. But, so, um, I, and I'm going to need some like therapy for this. So just brace yourself. Okay. I, you know, about, about a week ago, I colored my hair blonde because I was like, oh, I needed something different. I'm sick of coloring my grays, whatever, right? So I colored my hair blonde, girl, and I was rocking it. I was rocking it, right? I was rocking it. it. I looked amazing, killed it. Came down to it. I got sick five days later, um, a couple days later after I had gotten my hair color and I have Graves disease. So as you know, those of you all who don't know what Graves disease is, you can have a thyroid, um, uh, you can have a thyroid problem and not get Graves disease. However, I got Graves disease and I have a thyroid problem, which affects my hormones, which affects the structure of my hair. It gets brittle, it falls out, it grows back in, it falls out, whatever the case may be. It's just a constant battle. And there's nothing I can really do about it. You know, my skin gets dry. It's just a part of life. And you just learn to like deal with it and move on from it. However, I had, I had to tell you this because now you're going to get where I'm going with the story, long story short. Um, so I had gotten my hair color and then a couple of days later, like a few days later, I had gotten really sick and we didn't know why I had gotten sick. Come to find out I had like a stomach virus, but on top of me being sick, I didn't realize that I forgot to take the medication for my synth, which is my synthroid for my Graves disease and Hashimoto's disease. So I completely forgot to take that on top of my Lexapro, which is my antidepressant. Once I took it four days later, now, you know, Christia, for you cannot miss that those dosage. If you do, it no just ma'am. messes with your entire system. So mm-hmm. I was sick and then didn't realize I had forgot to take them because I had ran out of them, but I did get them refilled. I started to take them again and then I noticed my hair started falling out. But then I went to wash it and it all fell out. So I am walking around right now with a bald head and I will post it on oh. Facebook. I know, so you guys can see it but I'm walking around with a bald head and girl, I couldn't even cry. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> you do get to that point. It's just like, what? Okay, we're just going to rock it. <laughs> I couldn't even cry because it was clearly my fault. It was not the stylist's fault. <laughs> right. And so, and then the transition begins. <laughs> and then it begins. So I'm going to post oh. a picture Instagram and Facebook for you guys to actually see this. But baby, ooh, thank God I got a pretty head. That's all okay. I got to say. <laughs> oh Here's my goodness. So, I feel now, that. girl, now somebody like me would have been like on the phone because, you know, I have my own therapist. I talked to her about it yesterday and she just like, well, what can you do? Some people, um, would not have been able to handle it as well. You know, we define ourselves by materialistic things or things that, you know, we feel is important to us, like hair for one. Hair is very important to me. However, it doesn't define who I am as a person. So therefore I continue to move on and function. So, but I also talked to my parents about it yesterday too. So, you know, that does help a little bit, but I'm okay with that. So, um, Yeah. So I just, I want to talk to you a little bit about like who you are and what you represent and what you do. So why don't you share a little bit of information about yourself, like how you got started and what was the reason why you got started? Well, I am Christia Rogers, of course, and I'm here in Dallas, Texas, if you will. And I started out actually as a coach. I went to college in order to be physical therapist, athletic trainer, um, life, you know, happens. And it was like, okay, well, hon, you need to go ahead and and go ahead and step out there and you're going to be a coach now. That's what you're going to do. I ended up getting pregnant um, my last year of school. So I did that. And I was a coach for like 12 to 15 years. But Oddly, you know, that wasn't my life path to stay there. It was the conduit because I did find that I spent a lot more time with my athletes on personal situations because I did work in a predominantly uh, black and Hispanic um, high school. I was a head coach of, you know, two sports, cross country and track. And so the students came with lots of things going on and Mm -hmm helping them through those life challenges and so forth. So I found that was my niche area. So I went back to school and got my master's. And then even after I started my PhD online, which I am not good with online school. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. Not good with online school. So I did probably 12 hours and I was like, no, I got to stop. So didn't finish my PhD yet, but it's in the works someday. You're a better person than me because getting a PhD is not going to happen. I'm done at the second master's. Yeah, so I, I'll get it eventually. But, you know, went on, got my all the coursework, my clinical hours that I needed working in a hospital, a mental health hospital, actually two. <laughs> and I used to do um, assessments. I'd come in and do remote assessments for clients and or patients, rather, that were sent to ER. And I really kind of liked ER. It was kind of interesting, you know, um, seeing all these things that are happening. I've had firefighter friends and police friends. And so I was just like, wow, this is like really happening right here. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you know, just seeing that fast action was pretty neat. Um, Mm -hmm. And so here I am now, I have formed my own practice. 
Um, I have been doing this for a little over 10 years with my Mm -hmm. own practice. So I'm building my brand around Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of um, marriage couples, same sex couples (laughs) specifically is, you know, one of my um, focuses. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. do heterosexual couples as well, but, you know, I know that we are unrepresented, you know, low representation for same-sex couples. So Mm -hmm. definitely want to expand that knowledge base for people, you know, Mm -hmm. and give them a place to come and feel like they're not Mm -hmm. judged. Everybody needs a little therapy, talk talk therapy, more or less. I mean, because that's really what it is, is really uh, talking you through and giving you tools so that you can succeed in any aspect of your life. It doesn't matter if you're in the same sex relationship or not. You know, it's really interesting. You know, people don't like labels, but Mm -hmm. I... I have to make this clear. I am not gay and I'm not a lesbian. I am just a person that happened to just, just like connect with another female and it ended up working out better for me in the long run. I love men. Make no mistake about it. I love men. <laughs> However, this is this is what I fell in love with. And you cannot, you know, fight with who you fall in love with. It just doesn't work like that. And I had to go to, I went through therapy myself for that. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to understand, like, what is happening? Does this make me gay? Does this make... And my therapist says, absolutely not. You know, mm-hmm. you're not the first person that has been in a long-term relationship marriage for like 20 years. And then all of a sudden, you just want to be happy. It's not about... Mm. No, it's about the person, the male figure. It becomes about your joy and your happiness and what brings you joy. And this person just that you met, just happened to be the one that gives you the type of joy that you needed. So, and when she explained it to me like that, it made things a lot more easier for me to understand because I am a Christian. I did not necessarily believe in same-sex marriages. And that's why I said, my story is really interesting. I didn't believe in that. However, you know, here's where I am. So that's a whole other Here you are. (laughs) Yes, and definitely I want to bring more light to that because I did not, I'm saying very, you know, Christian oriented, Christian based. I grew up very restrictive um, home life and here I am engaged to a woman and I was in a long term relationship for 14 years with a woman. It's kind of funny because I am not big on labels either. You know, of course I do, you know, have to diagnose for, um, you know, clientele and clinical purposes, but, Mm -hmm. you know, when, you know, as for lesbian, gay, whatever, you know, LGBTQI, you know, IA, you know, all of those things, you know, it is to help define, you know, things for people, you know, some people need those definitions to go by, Mm -hmm. you want to get the, the correct pronouns, um, and it's really funny because I am, they were like, well, are you lesbian? Are you gay? Are you, I am just C. So J-U-S-T-C. Mm-hmm. That's just me, Christia. Mm-hmm. And lots of people call me C. Mm-hmm. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's who I am. That's, I, I happen to have fell in love with a woman. And, and mm-hmm. I see it more so as their spirit, their soul, their energy is what I fell in mm-hmm. love with. It wasn't mm-hmm. because they were in this body or that body, you know, mm-hmm. um, so we define ourselves by someone else's expectations so often, mm-hmm. you know, so coming from that Christian upbringing, 
you know, it was, oh, honey, you got to go to college, you, you know, fall in love with that man and have a big house with a white picket fence, mm-hmm. you know, the expectation mm-hmm. that I was trying to live up to, but that wasn't my expectation. I wanted to grow mm-hmm. up and be happy, but we tend to fall into that so easily to, oh, that's what our parents would want. So I got to do it. But mm-hmm. anytime that you try to live up to someone else's expectations, you're going to fail because they are not yours. Unless that's what you've adopted and said, you know what, I just want to be happy. And I do want the yes. white picket fence. <laughs> then, okay, yeah. then that's great. But you get to make that great. decision for yourself. <clears throat> you know, that is a wonderful thing. What do you find some of your, um, to be some of your most difficult challenges when you uh, work with people? It's not really <clears throat> difficult. I think that, you know, people tend to get stuck you know, um, and when people come see me, it's not my journey. And that's the separation of that. It's not my journey. It's their journey. So I, I don't feel that I find it difficult because it's not my journey. Now, my journey may have some ups and downs and peaks and valleys that I have to step into and, you know, conquer and so forth. But that's, you know, that's my clientele. That's what I'm here for. I like to see Mm -hmm. myself as a guide. You know, I'm not going to judge you. Where do you want to be happiest at? If you want to paint yourself purple and streak through the middle of Central Mm -hmm. Park, hey, I'm here for it. (laughs) What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? That's what I'm here for. I don't, you know, I'm not pressed upon, you know, any of my beliefs because once again, this is, this is my journey. That's yours. And I know that sometimes when you know looking for a therapist you know you do get some that project onto you and I want it to be clear like when I do work with people and especially when I do get on um using a platform I'm like hey I'm not for everyone you know there are countless other therapists out there that are for you so try Mm -hmm. them out I mean you're not going to just buy that pair of shoes because they look cute they may not be your size. The color may mm-hmm. be wrong. Your little toe may hurt, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. try them on, walk around in it, you know, and then move forward or move, you know, into another one. Like, okay, that didn't fit. You know, she's asking me to do things I'm not ready to do. That's okay. Be open with your therapist because they're there to help. And if you right. feel any pushback, you know, from that, then they definitely were not for you. I feel like some therapists sometimes, like you previously mentioned, they project their their thought processes upon you and therefore you start to think like they do. I had a therapist that actually did that. I noticed that when I was uh, talking to her about my uh, divorce, she started telling me her story and her history. And it turned me off, but I didn't necessarily leave her right away because I thought it would get better. And then I was so grateful when she said she was moving, um, Mm -hmm. moving uh, further away west and it's going to be too far for me to travel. So I was kind of relieved because I really Mm -hmm. didn't want to follow her. And you hit it on the head that you have to find somebody that is going to work with your personality and you feel like you mesh with. And I think that's one of the things that when people go into talk therapy, they feel that it doesn't work. This is the funny part. They feel that it doesn't work. Talk therapy Mm. always works. 100 percent it always work if one now correct me if i'm wrong if one you are honest two you are ready to do the work and three you are ready to accept whatever you have done wrong it always works and see therapists are not there 
to fix you or to fix the problem. They are there to give you tools so that when you are in a situation, you can use those tools to get you out of those situations in a respectable manner without shouting, without screaming, without all of these things involved. However, you have to be able to do the, the three, those three things is ready, be ready, be open and honest and transparent and be willing to accept your own mess. And yes. it's not about the person, it's about you. And that's why talk therapy does not work for a lot of people is because they don't do what they need to do for themselves. They're too busy worried about the other person. Mm-hmm. Hello, you better preach. <laughs> you Girl, better so, preach. you know, so I know I, I, I get it. I mean, and people can say, well, Sharon, you know, that's what you studied and that's what you, you know, you did in college and that's what you want to do. But I've always been that way. I've always, if you sat down and talked to my mother, my mother would tell you, no, she's always been honest and she's always accepted her own stuff. She has always been the one that has, has openly and honestly and, and spoke her truth, whatever that might have been, and didn't care what anybody thought, even if that meant nobody would talk to her, because that's just how I am. You know, I'm not going to let somebody define who I am. I'm going to accept my own mess. But uh, on the flip side of that, as I'm on my soapbox right now, the world is so much bigger than I am. I realized that early on in my life. I used to think I could sit there all day and listen to people's problems. Mm-mm. Girl, well, <laughs> well, you know, it's like you said, it is definitely up to the person that, you know, is going to get, you know, therapy that is it is about them. And I hate to hear and I usually do get, you know, a couple of clients that come in and like, oh, my gosh, I felt heard. You know, I've, I've heard the stories about, you know, clients coming in and yeah, the other therapist told me all about her life. That didn't make me feel any better, you know, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> And honestly, I am also a supervisor, a licensed professional supervisor. So I, you know, train your, um, Mm -hmm. the interns, you know, in order to help them be able to, you know, utilize these skills. So um, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things, you know, you have to be self-aware. It's not about you when they get in there, you know, now using some Mm -hmm. anecdotes from your own personal life is fine, but not giving your client the whole rundown about your life that's really none of their business I remember you know I had a therapist um that uh said you know what I do curse you know if that's gonna help me okay fine and some people need that some people don't need you to hold it here some people need you to tell it like it is Mm -hmm. like a straight you know and that's the type of therapist I need I need a straight shooter I need somebody that's gonna be straight with me if you drop the f-bomb go ahead and drop the f-bomb I really don't care am I getting the point Am I getting, it's kind of like, it's kind of like with this debate. Anyway, I need some therapy for that. Maybe you could talk the world through that nonsense. Oh my I goodness. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're, we're going to make it y'all. We really will. Um, and people do come in, of course, you know, Corona, you know, the state of the union as a whole, you know, I hear that oh, a lot. I do. And that's one of the biggest things is like, what do we do? You know, people are so, you know, quarantined and locked in their homes and they don't know what to do, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a difficult situation, but I was just sharing with a client earlier is, you know, 
you know, we have to go through things in order to evolve, you know, and rather than seeing this as the bane of your existence, you know, seeing it more so as an opportunity to grow and learn. We've Mm -hmm. got to do that. We've Mm got to start the conversations. We have to be open to change. You know, things are Mm -hmm. not going to ever stay the same. And we may have Mm -hmm. had a rough go, you know, (laughs) these last three to four years, Mm -hmm. but you know, change is coming and we have to look mm-hmm. forward to that, but we got to do our part. Mm-hmm. You know, the world is right. large, but the world is still so very small and we have mm-hmm. to do our part. And it's starting out mm-hmm. with us looking in the mirror, you know, what part can I play? What can I do mm-hmm. that? Hey, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't over, <laughs> you know, this is not over. Look at the people in your, in your area that are out there, you know, so keep moving. This is forever moving, mm-hmm. hopefully forward, not backwards. <laughs> See, guys, this is why I love her because she always finds the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like talking to another me. What can I say? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it's like talking to another me. We're going to survive it. It's going to be okay. See, I love her. So she's going to be with us once a month and each month we are, or we can seriously like dive through it. And um, now that we know what her specialty is and what she wants to branch out for, you know, I'm going to put on Facebook and Instagram to send me some questions that you want to know, and maybe we can get her to answer them later on down the line. But each month we're going to have a feature each month. Hold on. Each month we're going to have third segment on a topic um, and just really look at that and what that means and how do we get through it, whatever the case may be. It will, I don't know what that is at this time, but we're going to work together and figure that out so we can bring you some really good content, something that you can really use. And I think that will just make everybody's world, it's like free advice, a lot easier. And hopefully... I'm looking into going live as well, um, live streaming. So you can ask those questions that you sent to me. You can ask them live and you can talk to her live and we'll figure out when that will be taking place. Maybe it won't start until next year, only because um, we have so much going on until the end of the year. But no, she will be on in um, November and December as well. So that gives you guys something to look forward to. So is there anything you want to close out with? Actually, as I was thinking about that, I just now I'm, I'm expanding my brand. And so my business name, and I'm sure Sharon's going to share it on the website, but my website is bridges to crossroads count, uh, bridges to crossroads.com.net. Um, but I'm opening up bridges to matrimony. I'm also, um, an officiant. Um, I do weddings, and so I'm <laughs> my my new part of my um, my brand is bridges to matrimony. So I offer like a kind of a set type of a premarital counseling, you know, or something even more brief of like you know a consultation, and then I'll host your wedding. I'll give you the certificate that you went through marriage counseling, and you get a discount when you go apply for your marriage license as well when you have had counseling before. I offer that. Um, and so also I, that's in the works. I'm working on that now to do a lesbian um, couples retreat in Tulum, Mexico. 
costume. It's for only an intimate set of people, no more than 10, um, because I do want it to be worth it. And I want it to be profound. I want it to make a difference in your relationship. So check out my website. It's on there. You know, we're, we're taking, taking calls. <laughs> yes. So it's registercrossroads.net. Mm-hmm. She also does telehealth. So it doesn't matter where you are. As you can see, I found her all the way and she's not sitting next to me. We're in two different locations. I am in Illinois and she's all the way in Texas. Mm-hmm. So it works out perfectly. Well, friends, our time has come to an end here at JSAM's World is where we get down with real talk in the safe space to encourage brave conversations. I am JSAM, your host with the lovely Miss Christia Rogers, and we would like to say thank you for joining us today. We hope you got some really great information and we look forward to talking to you soon. In the meantime, be kind to one another, be amazing and stay woke. Take care.